Hey everybody, welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. We hope that you guys have been enjoying the last few episodes from season three. But today we're going to jump right into our topic today, which is prayer. Um, I actually have a question on this, Master Tom. Mm-hmm. Is Can you define prayer to me? Because I find that personally before, you know, I would get people telling me prayer is like talking to God or prayer is a way to get your requests made known or prayer is just a way to meditate. What exactly is prayer? Before we get into, good question, before we get into defining prayer, um, we need to understand that Jesus' main mission when he came to earth was to preach the kingdom of heaven mm. and to ask us to repent. It means ask us to invite us to change our thinking to mm-hmm. a new reality, to a kingdom reality. And um, with the kingdom comes a king. In, a, in every kingdom, there is a king. Mm-hmm. And in every kingdom, there is a territory. There's no territory, there's no kingdom. So, you know, with God's heart was to have us rule here on earth when he created Adam. And Adam, of course, we read in Genesis 3, uh, totally messed up and <laughs> lost the dominion. He was given the dominion of the domain called earth. Domain is the territory. Dominion is the power over the territory. And he lost that. And so um, so God's intention, original intention, was to have us co-rule with him as children, as kings. Uh, he's the king of kings in the kingdom. Uh, he's in heaven. We are here on earth. So we're supposed to co-rule, uh, meaning to bring that kingdom influence, kingdom awareness, kingdom reality here on earth and transform it. And But uh, because Adam lost that dominion, mm-hmm. the power, um, you know, Jesus came to restore that. And, and so when, when Jesus came, he was actually trying to teach us and tell us that, hey, you've forgotten that uh, there is a kingdom. There's a kingdom of heaven. That's where he's from. And he came to invite us. And he came and he told us about his kingdom all the time. So he preached about his kingdom, but he taught us about things that are in his kingdom. Principles that are in his kingdom. Laws that are obeyed in his kingdoms. um, Privileges that we have as citizens of that kingdom in heaven. So that's why you read in the Bible, like when we receive Jesus, we are... children of God, adopted as children of God. We're also called citizens in heaven. Um, we are also called ambassadors from heaven. So all these different uh, terms given to us is to actually bring us to that awareness that uh, as um, citizens in heaven, you actually have uh, rights and privileges that are mentioned in your constitution from your kingdom which is actually the bible so the bible actually tells you your rights and privileges it gives you the code of ethics to follow the rules the laws you know all these things principles Um, it's all in the constitution called the bible from your kingdom which is the kingdom of heaven so coming back to your question is long way around uh (laughs) Because I told you Jesus preached the kingdom and then he would teach about what is um, 
you know, things that are going on in the kingdom and the reality of his kingdom. So one of the things that he taught us was on prayer because his disciples, disciples basically, students who are following him, his first 12, mm-hmm. uh, they were following him everywhere. That's why we're also known as followers of Jesus. So when they were looking at all these different people praying and they, they've been exposed to the way the Israelites pray and uh, they just felt like, you know, in, in, in that instant when, when they saw how Jesus operated with the reality of the kingdom, they wanted to know and they wanted him to teach them on how to pray. And Jesus, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 to 15, said this. He says, And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, and they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward, but they... But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in the secret and your father will see in the secret and reward you. In another version, it says you pray in the quiet and your reward will be in the open. So there is that uh, part where Jesus was trying to differentiate between kingdom reality prayer mm-hmm. versus what they understood as earthly ways of praying, which is just blabbering, repeating themselves. And, and a lot of times we do that. Yeah, You know, even as uh, believers, we sometimes just replicate and mimic prayers. We heard somebody pray like that, we pray like that. And uh, so we end up praying like we don't know who we are. Mm. Wow, that's good. We pray like we don't have a relationship with the Father, who is the King. And He is in the kingdom of heaven, which is in heaven, our Father who art in heaven... Right? So where are we? We are here on earth. We are to rule on earth. So Jesus gave us this template um, in the book of um, Matthew. Um, and he gave us this template on, we, we often call it the Lord's Prayer. And, and so we, actually I would like to say that prayer in Hebrew is actually the word petition. So it's actually a governmental word. It's not really a religious word. And a lot of times when we miss the mark, we think it's a religion. But Jesus never came to teach us a religion. He came to preach about his kingdom. It's a real kingdom where he came from. And he came to teach us that once you're a believer in his way and follow him because he does everything that the Father does and what the Father says, once you follow that and you come into alignment, you're actually now adopted as children or shall we say as kingly uh, children and priestly children here on earth, right? Kingly is to carry out the will of the Father and priestly is to worship Him the way you are designed to worship Him. And so it's very important for us to understand that it's actually a petition. When Jesus gave, I believe it's in the book of Matthew 6, Right, Joyce, you can look yes. up that Lord's Prayer. And <clears throat> it's actually, he said this, he says, this is how you pray. Now, if, just give you an example. Um, say you are from England, that's a kingdom, right? And you want to apply for uh, 
to bring your parents mm-hmm. from the Philippines, yeah. let's say, to England, you, where would you have to go? You would have to go to the immigration department mm-hmm. and fill up a form, a petition to the government, to head office, to government, right, in the parliament. And so you need to petition and fill in that form. There will be a form, a generic form. There's a, a template given to you and uh, who are you applying for, what are their names, uh, male, female, jobs and this and that. And there'll be some requirements. They have to go for medical checkups, isn't that? But it's quite similar in the kingdom that Jesus gave us this template, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, and all these things, and we have to fill it up. But many of us don't understand that. How do you feel? What do you fill it up with? You fill it up with what your constitution says about you, your Bible. Mm. So when you're praying, you're actually just saying, okay, Heavenly Father, the provider, this is what you said about me. This is what you said over me. This is what I'm, my, my rights and privileges as a citizen in heaven. You are in heaven. So I'm petitioning you that these are the things you said about me. So I'm claiming it now. And that's why a lot of people say, oh, claim it, claim it, you know, in the Pentecostal, uh, you know, it's a claim it, claim it. But what are you claiming? What are you claiming? Are you claiming something God said about you? Mm. Or are you claiming because you just want a Mercedes Benz and you just pray for that mm. the whole time and then you wow. don't get it, you don't get the Mercedes and then you blame God. Wait, you operate in the kingdom. You need to follow the rules of the kingdom which is a, the, the prayer template, you need to fill that up and then submit it. It's just like when you're applying for immigration for somebody, you need to fill it up. You cannot submit a blank uh, immigration paper, right? The form, you just submit it and then they go, okay, well, who are you applying for? What are you asking for? So what are you asking for? So let me just say it, it's, it's very long the way I explain it, but I hope you get what I'm trying to say here, yeah. Joyce. Like it's it's basically in a Hebrew, prayer is, uh, is petitioning. Petitioning, petitioning yeah. it's a governmental word because Jesus, he came with the government on his shoulders in mm-hmm. Isaiah 6 and Isaiah 9. You read that then and you 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 understand that that he actually uh came with his government to introduce the government, to introduce the kingdom of heaven to us. Um I believe it's in Matthew 4, 17, to introduce the kingdom, to preach the kingdom, and to tell us to change our thinking mm-hmm. to that thinking, that type of thinking, which is a heavenly thinking, a higher thinking about the reality of the kingdom. Mm. Right. So if you're praying for healing, is that an earthly petitioning or is it a heavenly, heavenly. petitioning? Mm. Come on, yeah. right? You know, on Earth, if you if you have a very terminal illness, I mean, you're terminal. Mm-hmm. Um, you basically, you know, you have to. You just have to expect it. You're you just know? waiting. You're just waiting. Yeah. Right. But heavenly thinking is truth from God. Mm. Facts is one thing. Factually, you're sick. But from God, His truth is different. Right. His truth says that you're healed. Fact says that you're struggling with this disease. So his truth is above everything else. Mm. 
So when you have the heavenly thinking, you pray like that. We, you pray to the Father, like you know, we talk about um, the Lord's prayer. We call it the Lord's prayer, mm. but actually, the Lord actually taught us on how to pray. That was a template, and so when people say the Lord's prayer, it's actually the owner, like lordship, like. The king in the kingdom of heaven is also, also Lord. Mm-hmm. That means he is king. He is the protector, defender, carer of us. But he's also Lord of us. He he owns us. He made us. See, he owns us. So if the Lord's prayer, that means it's the owner's way of calling out to him to request for things, what he has already given you. Does that make sense? Like I, I think it's yeah. a lot here, but I, I should let you ask more <laughs> questions and perhaps we can go further. I've been quiet because that is so good. It's even, so much. Even to say that it's a petition, yeah. it's a bold statement, I believe, because it tells me if I'm not petitioning for something, then how is it going to be granted? Yeah. Right? Mm. So true. you could, I don't know, you could correct me on this, but it is safe to say that unless you submit that petition, whatever it is that you're asking won't be granted. That's powerful. I think it's a bold statement. You know, you don't really, you know, uh, even as Joyce asked it earlier, um, and the same, uh, you know, I asked the same question. Here's the way I pray, Pastor. Here's the way people pray around me, mm. you know, do prayer. Yeah. But are we actually, you know, are we, are we on point? Are we praying the way we're supposed to pray or are we just at the end of the day are we just mimicking somebody's prayer or spewing out words (laughs) Uh, it's too often like that you know people are not told or been being told the correct uh, kingdom prayer Mm. right and so when they don't understand that they go into earthly Mm. prayer like even that passage you know we read the Lord's prayer Jesus said, when you pray, pray and, then, like and I know yeah. there's people who will be like, yeah, if you're not really locking yourself, you know, yourself in the room, you're not really praying. And then there's other ones where, well, you I can pray anywhere. Pray without ceasing, mm. brother, sister. Mm. <laughs> you know, like you it, know, what Jesus was trying to say there is, is stop doing the earthly type of praying, mm, which is like it. trying to show people you can, yes, some you people can pray. do that. Some people you know, they pray eloquently, uh, you know, that yes. Paul says, you know, I don't come with eloquent words and this and that. But yeah. yeah, so it's important to understand that what was Jesus doing there, he was teaching us on how to petition. And I read to you from Philippians 4, 6. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition. There you go. With thanksgiving, present your request to God. So mm. how can you present your request to God if you don't know what God said about you? So you really need to know your Come constitution, on. which is your Bible, mm-hmm. and what your maker says about you. Your 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 uh, constitution or your Bible is actually your manual. Like every maker has a manual. Yeah. A manufacturer of something, let's say your Apple iPhone, or no, your, your whatever, your... Your, certain laptop or your, your TV yeah. your TV or whatever you buy and then you open it up you'll see the manual at the very top and they will always say 
do not touch this TV or don't don't operate un- <laughs> unless you read this manual. Right. Why why does it say that? Because the manufacturer, the manufacturer wants you to know his mind. Why he created that TV. Mm. What are the possibilities of that TV? Wow. So if you don't read the manual, I think you'll just end up pressing power <laughs> and then switch channels the whole time, <laughs> right? And you don't know you don't what other things the TV can do yeah. if you don't read yeah. from the mind of the manufacturer written in the manual. Mm. And our manual, because we are made by God, mm-hmm. our manual is the Bible. So if we don't read the Bible, you really don't know what you can or cannot do. What access you have. Yes. What's what, already been yeah, What access you, you have. That's true. What rights and privileges, right. right? That means what functions you can actually carry out. Prayer is requesting Come on. that the function be carried out. That wow. function is already declared by God over you and specifically you. Yes. Each one of us is different, the yeah. way he created us, right? We are masterpiece, the Bible says, you know. So it's really, really important we read our manual, the Bible, before mm. we even go into petition. <laughs> because if you are petitioning something he didn't say about you or he didn't declare over you, uh, I think that's really off his will mm. because he cares for the masterpiece. He doesn't want to see you hurt. He doesn't want to see you going down the wrong path. That's it. He doesn't want you to make mistakes anymore. He wants you to live out his will on earth. So how do you do that? You read his manual or what he says about you, the Bible, and then declare that and pray that and submit that as a petition and go, maker, you said this over me, therefore I'm going to exercise this right right now. That is laser light prayer. If you continue to just beg, mm. you're experimenting. Come on. <laughs> you're experimenting and you don't know what the manufacturer says about you. So you end up, um, when you, you pray, you spend time with God, but I'm just saying you end up no, it does, it does make sense because you end up, you know, you could be petitioning requests that you're not aware that you, it's already in you or it's already been given to you. It's already been declared that you have access with. So it is important to, to understand the very manual that you've been talking about. It is talking at the end of the day. It is asking. It is requesting. Unless and until you read that manual, you really don't know what you came with. So like I said, you'll just be experimenting. It's okay, you learn how to talk to God. That's it. But you're yeah. experimenting and yeah. you, you're really not laser-like. Like you, you really need to know what he says about you. For instance, an example is, he does not plan to harm you, but he plans to prosper you. Mm-hmm. That is his word. Jeremiah 29, 11. Yes. So... If you declare that and you pray like that, you mm. petition that, yeah. listen, God does not lie. If he said that about you, Amen. he's going, my son knows what I say about him now. Mm. He is now acting like a king. Come on. He is now royalty. One day, 
the Bible says we have to judge angels. Mm. We have to judge angels. Wow. Now, if you are to be a king, to be raised up as a king, and you don't become the best student, just imagine, if you're the, there's no such thing here, but if you're the king of British Columbia, okay, and then one day you decide to stroll down, drive down to Chilliwack, and you see all these cornfields, and you look at it and go, wow, this is so good. <laughs> but perhaps in your manual, your papa has given you another formula or another thing that he has declared about how to plant the corn better. But you never become a, bad, a better student to be able to teach your subject, your people, your friends, your neighbors on how to have a better yield in corn planting. Mm. So you end up right. You end up That's good. not serving well. The mm. other thing as a Christian, if you are to serve well, you really need to know how or what you're equipped with and what has been declared about you and what has been said about you by the maker. Mm -hmm. The maker has declared all these things over you and he has tested from day one. He knew you before you were formed in your mother's yeah. womb. So he already tested. He knows that this, this, this particular assignment will work out with you, with mm -hmm. the gifts and the calling that is already instilled in you. So he knows that mm -hmm. and he declares that over you. But if you don't know the manual you came with, then you don't know, like you say, Josh, that you have been equipped with this. Right. You don't even know that you already have that and you're still asking for it. Mm. It's like you're asking the manufacturer, hey, can we fast forward this uh, video cassette player mm -hmm. or whatever? Mm -hmm. It's like it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Come you, on. You have the access for it. Yeah, but the good thing is the manufacturer wants you to write to them. Mm. It actually it actually does. Like, you don't go to the distributor, like uh, the shop that sells it, uh, the, the electronic shop that sold you that TV mm -hmm. to try to find out, you know, because the actual manufacturer of the Sony TV knows their product. They mm -hmm. want you to write to them. Nowadays, you got all kinds of Geek Squad and all that. But I tell you <laughs> one thing. I tell you one thing. Even as good as Geek Squad, they may not know everything about that particular TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There'll be certain things that just a hiccup that they don't know. And they still have to call support from the manufacturer, right? Mm -hmm. So why are we not connecting with support? Who is the Holy Spirit mm. <laughs> that is sent to us to teach us everything that Jesus said about us. That's it. And we don't do that. In our prayer, we should invite the Holy Spirit. Come on. We should petition mm. and invite the Holy Spirit to teach us. Mm. He's the one to lead us into all truth. Amen. Truth about us, mentioned by the Maker, mm -hmm. our God, our King in heaven. And we don't do that. So a lot of times, mm. um, it's just a matter of shifting your thinking to a heavenly thinking. Mm -hmm. A matter of you understanding the reality of heaven here on earth as it is in heaven. That is why Jesus, in his petition, in his, uh, sorry, in his um, template of prayer, he says, you know, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. Now, 
that's a template that will be done on earth as in heaven. So we still need to find out what is God's will. We need to read the Bible and then fill up the form. Mm. <laughs> that will be done. Yes, he said that about us. But okay, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to find out. We're supposed to partner him. Mm-hmm. And how can we we go out and we pray? And sometimes we, we pray. There are different Here's another thing about prayer. Let me tell you something. You know, the Lord's Prayer that we talk about is actually the Father as the provider. You know, Mm. Jesus was teaching us that. And then if you go further, and I'm just going to look up the verse here. Yeah, in the book of, I suppose, the book of uh, Luke. Luke 11. Luke 8, I think it was. Luke 8, uh, Joyce? 11. 11? Yeah. Sorry, we were looking at Luke 11. Sorry, yeah. So then Jesus was telling this story. Um, on f- verse 5, he says, just, Jesus just then said this to them. He says, suppose you have a friend. He was teaching about prayer. Suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight and say, friend, let me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me, the door is already locked, my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. Mm. So Jesus not only introduced and taught us Mm. to petition God as the provider, but also as a friend. Come on. Mm. So you actually have that relationship with God as a friend. Wow. So you need to go to God mm. and say, hey, Jesus taught me this. Mm-hmm. Quote from here. Mm-hmm. Quote from, from this, this passage and said, even though, <laughs> you know, I, I will continue to ask for that bread. Now, bread is just an example. <laughs> you can ask, right? Yeah. As a friend. So when do you ask a friend? Let me ask you. When do you actually pray and ask a friend for help? It's when you are interceding. This is a prayer for interceding. Mm. The first prayer was actually for provision and protection, you know. Like That's our good. Father who art in heaven. This is a this is a prayer for intercession. Mm. That means if you have, for instance, you're from the Philippines, you have a friend that is not well and it's alone, but you know of a friend that lives very close by, you will call that friend. And the friend might say, hey, George, it's midnight here. Stop calling me. I'm sleeping already. And you just kept on calling. And eventually, Mm -hmm. Jesus says, the friend will go and help. Why? Because you're interceding for the other friend. You Mm. are the friend Mm. to your friend and you're asking help. That's it. You're asking for help. Right? So that's the intercessor of mm. prayer. Um, and then there's another one. Mm, Jesus taught, there's three types of prayer that Jesus taught us. One, the Father as the provider. Another one as the friend and you intercede, right? You stand in the gap and you pray for a friend. That's mm. the one that we just talked about. And the third one is actually um, on the parable of the persistent widow. Right. And and you know, Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. 
Mm. You know, and he said this, verse 2, he said, In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared, uh, nor neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to, to him and plead, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. So <laughs> why did Jesus tell us about this parable of the widow and the judge? The widow is the, like one of the lowest in, in those times, in, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the Jewish tradition. Like if you're a widow, you're without a husband, you're actually way below everybody. Mm. So he's saying, even though you're way below everybody, but you can come to the father as the judge. Father the judge. Remember, father the provider, father the friend, friend mm-hmm. and father the judge. Now why? Because there's justice not done. Come on. So you can if if Jesus is teaching us about heavenly courts and law and this and that, there must be a court in heaven mm-hmm. where the Father is. And that's why he's teaching mm. about what goes on mm. or what will go on mm. when you 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 have a heavenly thinking. Mm. You as a citizen and as a child of God, you you believe in the reality of heaven here. You can actually petition Come on. the Father as the judge and say justice has been, uh, like justice has not been done. Mm-hmm. You have this problem mm-hmm. and you go to the judge. Mm. So many a times when I pray for people, we go to the throne room mm. and address the judge and they, we claim that we're the redeemed. That's because it. the Bible says that. Amen. Yeah. I fill up the form, mm-hmm. the petition correctly mm-hmm. or what he says about me or the friend, and then we declare mm. a release from the enemy's lies. And believe me, we had a guy that I prayed over and we did this and he was depressed for many, many years and the depression just left, just like that, just like that. So we need to know that Jesus came to preach of his kingdom. Mm. Come on. Where he came from. And he wants us to inherit that here as well. That reality. So it's really important for us to know mm. what he preached and what he taught. I was going to add, you know, because we were touching on the on these um, parables there or a story that Jesus told the disciples. Because beginning, beginning of that chapter is when, when the disciples actually approached Jesus and asked Jesus, and I'd like to think that at this point, during that time before they asked Jesus, they've witnessed Jesus already. You know, first thing in the morning be, would be the first one awake. You know, they couldn't find him. But he's already up in the mountain praying to his father. And as, as, as the day goes on, late at night, or he will just disappear. And they'll, they'll soon eventually realize he's back spending time with the father. So they witnessed this. And... You know, they started to wonder, like, what is it, you know, he he would spend, well, you know, the hours that we would spend praying for somebody for a breakthrough. But Jesus is so filled in the spirit 
But because also he, he talks to the father and the father talks back to him. They understand, they, 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 they saw this. So of all the things that, that they could have asked, I'm sure they asked a lot of questions. But one specific thing the disciples want to ask Jesus for, for, for him to teach them is to pray. So there's that importance. And I want to just bring this up because if Jesus did it, and if he even encouraged us, you know, that uh, what he did, he, you know, for us, he, we will do greater things. And it's just a habit, I believe, healthy habit. Not only a habit, but I believe it's, it's, it is an opportunity in a way to, to, because you understand the value of why you do what you do. Mm. So a walk with him that is away from praying, however it's defined, yeah. is not really a walk with him. Right, it's a privilege, actually, too. That that that's what's going on. That, <laughs> as much as it an opportunity, it's a, it's privilege, a privilege. Yeah, that we get to, wow, like we're we have that access. We're we're here's our request. Mm -hmm. We're expressing to you our request, and in return, because you have your word is faithful. Hmm. It's just it's a privilege. Yes, uh, I'm glad you touched on the word privilege because you know we are called ambassadors of Christ was sent here let me let, let me teach you a little bit about kingdom principle is that in the kingdom where there's a king ambassadors are not elected it's chosen by the king come on so that's why the bible says <laughs> we're chosen yes. we're a chosen generation wow and and when you cho you're chosen by the king mm. it's a privilege yes. to be chosen by the king to represent the kingdom of heaven here mm. wow. on earth as it is in heaven. So if you're an ambassador here on earth, your resources and everything else is supplied and supported wow. by the kingdom in heaven. Wow. So you are here and you are the, actually as an ambassador, you're the embodiment of the kingdom of heaven. That means everything that you do, you say, you act, the way you do it, it's the kingdom of heaven. Wow. You have really you're not to simply do things according to what you like to do. You yeah. are to do things yeah. according to you're the embodiment of the kingdom of heaven. Mm. That's why Jesus yeah. says, I don't say anything unless I hear what my father says and what my father does. He so was good. the true ambassador mm. from heaven. So when we don't get the right kingdom concept, we end up with religion. Mm. And so when you understand that you are chosen ambassador mm. sent here to earth to represent the kingdom of heaven let me tell you something you have a duty to report and petition the kingdom of heaven on what is going on on earth mm. and that is called a petitioning that's called a prayer wow. you are to pray to back to head office in, in heaven and let them let father know what is going on not that he doesn't know but he wants to know whether you know you're mm -hmm. an ambassador. So it's really important to understand kingdom concept. I think another day we'll talk more on kingdom so concept. Good. But if you don't understand kingdom concept, you just end up acting like it's a religion. And, you know, he, like I said, Jesus never came to teach religion. He never did. Come on. He came to preach the kingdom of heaven. And he came to teach us the ways of the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Even as you brought that up, being an ambassador of Christ, you know, just I'm thinking of like a governmental thing where, yes. you know, president elect or president elect or choose this who, this person to be the ambassador for this specific country, right? Mm. And even that ambassador that got chosen, 
had to make a decision to pack up his stuff and fly out of you know where he's originally from and do his fulfill his will fulfill his position and that's that's a part where yes we're chosen but we also make a we're aware making decision that you know we're seeing this where we value this cause Mm -hmm. and it's just it's 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 a mutual it's an exchange it's an exchange yeah yeah what you see on earth is a (laughs) reflection of like you know if you talk about uh diplomats diplomats by the way if you understand diplomatic relation they have diplomatic immunity Mm. okay (laughs) they can go out there and hit somebody and then they go into their embassy and they're fine perks (laughs) yeah so that is why the Bible says no weapons formed shall prosper against you because you're a sent ambassador. That's it. You have more than a diplomatic immunity. You have wow. the blood of Christ covering you. So Come when on. we don't understand kingdom concept, we go into all kinds of religion, like I said. So that's another day. I think uh, Man, Joyce is kind of signaling fact. me that we're <laughs> running out good. of time. No, this is just, uh, I, I guess, a preview for everybody else too that, you know, we're diving really deep now with our conversations and it's not, you know, there's so much that we have yet to unravel and unpack. Mm. Cause I mean, we started off with prayer, but now we're getting (laughs) on with kingdom, which, you know, if you don't have a a foundational understanding of what kingdom is, a lot of the other aspects or means to it kind of get blurred. But just to give you guys a preview of the importance of prayer and how it's not just, us dilly dallying and, and I'm not saying that you know he can't understand our, our words when you know we need help he knows mm. but as an ambassador there is kind of a way that you can approach him wow and that you know especially if you understand kingdom yeah like the whole process with submitting your petition mm. you know when when I was thinking about it as you were talking my sister last year she let her passport lapse. And so she unfortunately couldn't go on a trip. We found out at the airport when we were checking in. Mm. And so in the process, she had to fill up a new form to get a new passport. And it required, each each line had a requirement. And if she didn't read it right and if she didn't fill it out properly, then she wasn't going to go on the vacation. Mm. And, and that required attention to detail. And she actually had to read the same way that we should understand what our requirements are, what we have access to, what we got. Mm. You got to go back to the Bible. Yes. Right. And there are people around you possibly who might know a bit better. I mean, for us, I think Josh yeah. and I can speak for the two of us. We got you, Pastor Tom, to <laughs> help guide us, right? But yeah, such a That's powerful. I mean, such if, a topic for us if, today. If you have a question on, on the kingdom of heaven, just shoot an email to us. Yes. And ask us and, uh, you know, get the right uh, heavenly concept mm-hmm. of what Jesus came to preach on because uh, the concept is very important. Yes. Concept is the collective thinking of the person that made us. And that is also known as Logos. It's a collective thought of God spoken into a word, Jesus. Mm. So that's another time. (laughs) But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's topic. And if you guys, just as Pastor Tom had said, if you'd like to connect with us, you can head on over to naturallysupernatural.life and we do have a connect button there. And so be sure to click it, fill it out. You know, we'd love to hear from you guys. But until next time, everyone, bye.